What's up, music junkies? Thank you for tuning in today. We have a very special guest with us, Lex Bratcher. Thank you for tuning in, or thank you for coming on the show. Um, how are you doing? How's everything going for you? Everything's going good. I can't complain. You know, or, um, I'm healthy, which is, you know, which is, it's like a blessing to say that and during these times. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm doing all right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know, health is the main focus on everyone's mind, you know, like right now, especially with COVID and shit. But so my first question is how and when did it all get started for you? When did you discover you have the amazing ability of being an amazing lyricist and rapper? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, when did it start? So I started rapping when I was uh, nine. Um, that's when I first Damn. started to, yeah, um, I don't know what it was that made me want to start, but that was just the time that I was just like, yeah, I want to do it. Um, and so at first it started just me writing. And then, uh, my, I had my mom's friend at the time, she, um, or her friend was trying to like build a label. Yeah. So mm -hmm. he, uh, would take me to the studio and we did, I worked on my very first EP when I was like. 10 or 11 Holy you know, shit. five songs i still had the cd it was i wrote my like email on it and i was like passing it out to people <laughs> um but that didn't go that didn't go very far um and after that i just i love music so much that i uh like when i was 11 or 12 i asked i begged my mom to get uh it's called mixcraft which was like 50 bucks at the time and uh i would i took a, a rock band microphone yeah, and yeah. I plugged it in it's as USB. like a USB yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would rap with the with the rock band microphone. And then I just started building my studio from there. So the next thing I got was a pop filter. And I would hold the pop filter in front of the mic. <laughs> hold and it in stand. Yeah. <laughs> then I got a stand and I could hook it. And then, I, you know, as time went on, I got to Logic. And then I got an interface and I got a real mic and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I kept going. Um Throughout high school, I kind of stopped and started because I just was, you know, high school, a teenager. You know, yeah, right, you're yeah. going through a bunch of high school shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, dealing with like, clicks, all that to, right. <laughs> and um, but then once I hit, uh, I think I went to college for two years, and I was just like, you know what? There's one thing I just keep coming back to. Like it's been ten years, and for some reason I can't shake the fact that I just really love making music. And so I said, all right, and I said, I'm going to take it seriously. So it's been about two years, three, well, three years now since I have taken it seriously. Um, and yeah, that's really just like the story. <laughs> so okay, you, so you got started very young age and yeah. it, how did you start writing when you were that young? Like, how did you even make beats or get beats and how did you write that yeah. young? Yeah. So when I was, um, so when I was that young, I, I think the one thing that I did was I, I, I had a journal and I still have, I have like probably five or six journals that are all filled up since I was uh, nine. Um, but I have a journal and I would just write like, okay, let me think of concepts. So like one of my songs is called um, My Imagination. And every verse starts off with my imagination is making it rain or something like that. And like my imagination, um, rapping about what I want to do as I grow in hip hop. And then I had another concept and I was just like, okay, what? All right, my haters. So I wrote a song about haters. And then like, I, I just would think about like, I would think about concepts and write 
behind that and try to like uh, create a story. Like when I was young, I always loved creative writing. Um, it was like one of my favorite things in school and stuff like that. Um, beats and stuff. I would go on Mixcraft and they had like loops and I would okay. put loops together and I would build my own beats. And God so damn. I have some of the like I still have them all on my old YouTube. I don't know the my passwords and stuff to that old YouTube. So mm-hmm. it will be forever up because I can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be super embarrassing one day when people are like, oh, that was you when you were. 10 yeah um but yeah i used to try to build my own beats that way and then i got to a point where i was just like well i want to do like covers and that's where like the my friday fires started or the free verses that i do started to come out because i would use like already famous beats and i would just rap my own raps over them and make it Mm -hmm. my song um and then yeah after that it turned into poetry um, and I, in high school, I was writing poetry and that way I kind of was able to go deeper. And instead of just making pointless songs, uh, I was making more music about like my, like my struggles or my, um, my struggles with like love and relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's kind of how that, that, that went about. <laughs> All right. So when you're writing your lyrics, uh, where do you usually begin? Is it just like ideas from like stuff you have in the past or is it like, okay, I'm going to start with the hook. I'm going to go with the intro or verses. Where do you go? Um, usually it starts off with a hook. Um, Hell just yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's actually my weakest point, I think, is my hooks. Um, because I spent so much time when I was growing up trying to write, um, trying to write like bars. I'm yeah. super bar heavy. I like um, watching like KOTD and watching battle battles and stuff like that. And just Rap eating. battles are the shit, man. I tell yeah, you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so from there, um, I was like, okay, I want to focus on making sure that I can have a, a, a song that has like replay value and how I just have to focus on hooks because that's what that's where you get your. That's the cat. I mean, it, it's the called, the, it's right. called the hook for a reason. You know, it, exactly. hooks, it hooks people in. Yeah exactly and so that's what i do first um in terms of concept i think about i write the hook and then from the hook whatever sounds like oh okay i'm taking it in this direction that's what the song's going to be about you know what i mean but it first just starts off by hearing the beat thinking about a catchy hook and then saying all right once i've written my hook this is what the song is going to be about and then just start writing the verse that way okay yeah Uh, so going back to you're talking about how you you know do covers and stuff like that so mm-hmm. what's popping was literally the fucking hardest cover i've ever heard Thank it, you. it kind of blows the original over like what? oh man oh, i appreciate god. that and then you know, yeah when you went i'm gonna slow it down mm-hmm. oh my god dude i was like <laughs> my jaw was like on the ground <laughs> oh really yeah so i've actually done that same concept with another song but it didn't do as well it's like, well, nobody really listened to it. Let me try it again. Yeah. I did it with um, Logic has a song. I would think it was Keanu Reeves. Okay, okay, yeah. The name of the song. And um, <laughs> so I did it with that one. But like I said, didn't get played. So I was just like, oh, I'll try it again. I tried. I sat there and wrote. Or I, I came to that beat, the What's Poppin' beat, about seven times before I actually got myself to really sit down and write. I thought of multiple concepts before with the What's Poppin'. I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like how it started off. I don't like this. Okay, let me let me try again. Nope, I'm going to come back to it. So, like, I know that song released, like, I, don't, I think even, like, last year or, like, early this year. And 
I love that beat since I first heard it, yeah. but I just couldn't get myself to come like to write to it. So months passed and finally everyone else is doing, it. I'm like, oh, gosh, I got to do it. Yeah. So I finally, I put my phone aside. I sat there and I just was like, just write. And then I got in and I just was feeling it. I was like, okay, this sounds really good. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. And then I was like, let me, let me do something different. Right. Nobody has seen with this beat. No one's seen like a, a beat switch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me do a beat switch on them. Boom. Slow the beat down. Slow a little it bit. down. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so how long, how long did it take you from beginning to end to finish that song? To finish that song, as far as like when I really sat down to write it, it probably took me about five hours. God damn. damn. All one day. Like, like all one, one day. session? Yeah. Yeah. All in one session. Holy shit. There's, <laughs> I mean, you, you're a fast rapper. So there, there's like so many fucking words in that song. I cannot oh, yeah. even comprehend how, how some, could I know. someone sit People there one always day. Like, it's crazy because for me, Fast rapping is easy. It's so easy to put more words in it. Like when when I listen to music that's on the radio and I am I'm a big I like the music that's on the radio. I'm jealous because I don't know how to not put that many words. Like I don't know how to make a simple song that has minimal words and still is like hard hitting. Yeah. yeah. That's hard to do for me. So like when people are like, oh, like it's so intricate when you're going in and you're doing all this, I'm like, sometimes I wish I could just not like well, i wish i could just your power listen. your power is in words that's what that's yeah, that's true. like your that's like your superpowers like with the words that's true. why you have to lay a lot of words down to you can get right. your <laughs> message across you know so, yep. yeah I, I i get that though i see like in these other rappers are like, they literally just say like three or four words like every you know few bars and i'm like oh my mm -hmm. god how, how could someone me get their message out with right with that little <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, it, it, we all have our own thing. And I think that's something that I had struggled with for a really long time and still kind of struggle with is just realizing that, like, I am not anyone else and I'm yeah. not going to write music like anyone else. I'm not going to my music's not going to sound like what's on the radio or sound what's whatever. And that's both a good thing and a bad thing, because maybe I will never make it in that specific area where everyone else is. But mm -hmm. it's also great because then I don't ever have to worry about like staying with the trends because I was never with the trends to begin with. Yeah. You know, I am my own artist and I stay in my own lane um, and either people like it and it's a night, it's a good niche or niche or it's not. <laughs> but either way, it's me. Yeah. And um, so, like I said, that's something that I have struggled with to just kind of really like understand and comprehend and and, and like really um agree with i guess but yes that that's that's the that's what it is <laughs> i think the power is and when uh is what works for you and what sets you apart from everyone else and you know you got you got 6380 monthly listeners and i guess your most played song is uh what is it headhunting or the remix yeah. that one's dope dude for real thank you thank you yeah i did that oh, for a video yeah, that was like a um, that was a contest thing that I did with this um, with this big YouTube channel called Jubilee. Mm -hmm. um, so we like we had two hours, me and this producer, to come up with a with a song with the theme of death. And so, yeah, that was uh, that one was super interesting. We originally just wrote wrote the first verse, and then we went back and we wrote a full song with it. And yeah, that's it's doing really great. Um, and I love that because. That was like, 
that was just on the fly thinking. Like it wasn't too intricate, it wasn't too detailed. It was just on the fly thinking. And so uh, I love that. It feels really good as an artist to know that that's one of your best songs was something that you wrote in less than two hours. Can you freestyle? For, for a three minute song, it sounds like it has all the elements in there that should and need to be in yeah. a good song to make it sound good. It doesn't sound too short. Because there are a lot of three-minute songs out there that's just like, damn, we need more. But this right. one's like, okay. Perfect, yeah. You know, what? the one thing that I will say is that I do think that, yes, I had great lyrics, but I also think that the production was what really tied it all together. Like Simon Servita, he was the producer. Um, I want to work with him again. I, he's a busy guy. But, um, he, like, I think that his production was really also what, like, just made it top-notch and made it so great. So... So, it's okay. always like 50% artist, 50%, well, I think even more percent producer. <laughs> so what would you say is the best experience that you've had inside of the studio? Inside of the studio? Ooh, that's yeah. a great question. Um, mm, honestly, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> I guess that I will say my best experience is also my most stressful experience, which was uh, rapping the my verse for Tech Nine, or the the Tech Nine verse that I did on uh, Question Mark This, because I was in the studio by myself, hitting record, recording in this hot ass booth, and like struggling, trying to make sure that I'm enunciating every word, making sure that I am, you know, my cadences sound good, making sure that I am putting emphasis into this word and that word. And I sat in that studio in the in the booth for about two and a half hours and worked on that one verse. And um, that was my most stressful, but it was my most like powerful uh, moment in the studio because I really liked the way that that verse turned out. And it showed me that if I just put a little bit more energy and effort into how I'm recording it, I will really like the music that I come up with. So that was kind of my overarching, like, that was the, the best experience, I would say. Heck yeah. As an artist, yeah. That's badass. So can you freestyle? No. Someone yes, throws you? No. Yes and yeah. no. We won't make you do it if you say yes. No, I mean. It... <laughs> oh, okay. So, yes, I can freestyle. Um, I don't like freestyling when I'm like on like in front of an audience, I would tend to like freestyle with my friends, like if we're in a little, and I and I come up, I got bars when I'm going with my friends, but when, once there's an audience or something, it, it's like, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Because then I'm thinking too much about what, what they're thinking about my bars, and then I'm not really focusing on the next word or like thinking ahead, it's just, it's not fun. But um, when I'm just hanging out with my friends and we're driving know, around or something and yeah, the exactly. beat comes on. Yeah, exactly. Hot box on the whip, you know, <laughs> put <beat> on. <laughs> so how old are you now? If you mind, I ask. I'm 22. Oh, 22. you're young. You're yeah. young. You Damn, still got okay. so much time. <laughs> you, you have so much fucking content. I go on YouTube. You. There's so much stuff. You know, there's a lot of uh, songs covers and stuff so i i think you're you're doing everything right what would you say is like the hardest part of marketing yourself man that i think that for my like my image is is difficult to to pass off because people are not used to number one obviously you have the the stigma of being a woman and a, a female rapper in the oh, yeah, industry yeah. um and so automatically it's oh she's another female rapper then you have this idea of you don't have any 
black female lyrical miracle rappers <laughs> and so that's another thing that's um different like here's something that i've noticed is that my fan base is largely um like teenage um teenage white boys like it's it's the craziest thing because you wouldn't think that, right now <laughs> um and but it's difficult to get someone to look at me and say oh you know what i want to give her a chance um and the other thing is 100 oh well, i think it's all really my fault um but i don't put up enough music like i do a lot of free verses and so people are fans of my free verses but i don't put a lot of music out kind of hard to transition from your free verse to your music exactly because it's eat like like that's why there's so many really great uh um like battle rappers but then when it comes to actually making songs they're not great at it Yeah, yeah like and that I, that's what I'm trying to differentiate myself from. That's where I'm trying to like take a left or take a right from um, is being able to come out as not only a bar hitter, but also someone who can make a song that will have replay value. Um, and that's where I think that I struggle with. And because of that, I don't put out enough music. And then people listen to the free verses and they're like, oh, I want to check her out. Oh, she only has five songs. And, you know what I mean? And so. then you were talking about being a, a female rapper. You kind of hit a little bit on that on the um, on the map, the song with Cryptex. Yeah. You kind of talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. You know pe- how people look at you and they don't expect you to to be a rapper. Yeah. And when you hear when you hear someone say, "Oh, it's, she's a female rapper," you know everyone expects fucking like a Nicki Minaj or Cardi B shaking right. her ass, you know, to to music. Good thing you're not like them. I can tell you that much because I mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that you should. They're bad for doing that. I mean, they, if they want to do what they want to do, it's great, you know. But like, mm-hmm. I, I, the the stereotype is like you hear female rapper, that's what you think of automatically. Right. The stereotypical right, right, right. female rapper. That's not how exactly. it should be, you know. It, there's Lex, you know. She's right. She's her own person. Doesn't have to do all this to, you know. Exactly. Grow. And 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 I. And I I always have this conversation whenever it is brought up. It's like I have absolutely like no, um, no hard feelings towards like women rappers, especially the women who are just rapping about their vaginas and rapping about sex because that's what they relate to, and that's what you know that's what they want to talk about. And there's nothing wrong with. I think that rap and hip hop is was created from the jump as freedom of freedom of expression. Yep. And if that's how like most like rap is male dominated because men talk about like stuff that they experience right and so when you have women they're talking about now things that they experience when they're talking about their sexual freedoms and all that kind of stuff there are other women who are starting to say well yeah i i relate to that and that's why female rap is starting to kind of rise um and that's what once again it makes it a little bit more difficult for me because then i'm like well I don't necessarily relate to a lot of the things that women are rapping about, but then men might not uh, relate to me because I am a woman rapping about my experiences. But I think that there are men who have been able to find like the common, the commons basically, and or the common ground between us, you know, me being a woman, you being a man, but the things that we experience are a lot of the times the same, you know, especially when it comes to things like mental health or, when it comes to like body image or whatever that may be, like men also struggle with those issues too. Um, but then also I do, like I grew up on Eminem and 
bar stuff. So they relate to the fact that I, they're like, oh, I just really love heavy bar stuff. Me too. So that's what we relate, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I love the, I love that females are, are becoming more expressive and they're getting their uh, play. Um, but yeah, it is difficult to come in as a female rapper who doesn't do that. So you, you talked about you grew up on Eminem. What are, what other kind of inspirations did you have growing up? Oh, man. So um, Eminem, I, I grew up on him as far as like the storytelling, um, the storytelling aspect. He, I think that he was really great at it. Um, like one of my favorite songs is um, 97 Bonnie and Clyde okay, or yeah. uh, Kim. Yep. Um, <laughs> both of those. Great. Um, but Tech, obviously Tech 9. Um, I didn't listen to him a lot growing up. I tended to listen to him more when I was starting to really study uh, bars, which was like when I was 13, 14. Um, and then my biggest inspiration as far as like lyrical rapping is Hobson. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I found him, I think, when I was 12. And it was right when he was dropping Raw. Mm-hmm. And I like I think the best part was that we I feel like we watched his come up. Like he brought us along on that journey and that was so inspirational because like I remember watching like I would see like Ilmina Hobson. Ilmina Hobson, yeah. One. Yeah, so we had a couple and then like the like there's Ilmina Hobson three or Ilmina Hobson yeah, it was Ilmina Hobson three, I think, where it's him and it's not him rapping, it's him going to like Target and getting a cart and then like sawing it and creating a camera stand so that he could have like a a camera stand while like on wheels and he could have like a steady shot and like that to me was amazing to watch because it was like this is him taking his creativity not as a rap not just as a rapper and a producer and putting that also into like um his ingenuity exactly and 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 this is how he's coming up as a rapper this is the these are the reasons because he's so dedicated and he inspired me in multiple ways yeah. with music with ingenuity like you said with uh yeah just all of that kind of stuff and so that's my top like ill, ill minor hobson five you could hear it like that's one of my favorite hobson song ill yeah. minor hobson five where he's you know is talking about certain types of people three three types of people which is like the fuck boys the you know the thugs and then yep. the, the the women the women yeah. yeah so he, he he's kind of like rapping about that but you hear in his voice that you could tell it's recorded in like a living room or even a, even a, even a closet and then you hear like covid mansion that he came out or you know yeah. the the ilmina hobson nine you could tell it's like so professionally recorded you right you you see his growth you, you know, growth. yeah, you see the growth, and I, I think he's one of the best lyricists. And I've said it, said this before, uh, of this time right now. And he he kind of took a little break. It looked it seemed like he was gonna yeah. like just stop making music, mm-hmm. and then I I someone said his name. And I think Eminem actually gave him a shout out. Oh, uh, really? Eminem gave him a shout out, and that I think that's when he started making music again. Okay, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, see, I had lost. I lost him a little bit when I was in high school. Um, I don't know what it was. I think maybe I just was, I wanted to do a little bit more mainstream rap too. Like I wanted to, cause I ultimately, like I want to make it a career. And yeah. of course you can be underground your whole life and be like Hobson, but there are like Hobson is an, he is an anomaly. Just like tech is just like, you know, like all these underground artists, futuristic, they're all anomalies. And 
so I was like, ah, like I want to kind of try to lean to go mainstream that way. Like I can, you know, make some money from it. And, uh, so I tried, I, I kind of moved away from Hobson in high school and tried to study other, other rappers and all that kind of stuff. Um, like big Sean or like, um, you know, people in that realm. Well, even even um, Big Sean, bar heavy. Yeah, bar old heavy, Big Sean, old Big Sean is a very bar heavy, like right. back in his uh, initial mixtapes, um, right. like Wiz Khalifa back in his original exactly. mixtape, OG, yep. OG, um, OJ and Kush, mm-hmm. the fuck, amazing mixtapes. Yep. <laughs> Those are very bar heavy. And now it's, uh, of course, they went mainstream. They, right. they talk about you know, mainstream shit. Exactly. Now, and, and it, it's. For their, you know, original fans, it's like, oh, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, it's like they're now household names. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like I want to kind of find a common ground where I can, you know, people remember, know me as, oh, she's one of the best female rappers, but also had that very, like, not, I won't say small, but very, like, niche uh, fan base that, will be my fans and be in the stands until they're in their 50s. You know what I mean? Regardless <laughs> on if you make mainstream music or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, we, we talked about some of your inspirations. So mm-hmm. let me pick your brain a little further. What three artists would you like to collaborate with if you could right now? Right now, off the top of my head, Joyner Lucas, Token, and then I have to think about the – oh, I think I would say Rico Nasty. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like Joyner's stuff too. He has a lot of really <laughs> deep emotional things, and I think that's what draws me most to it. Because me as a person that feels a lot, every, both on every both sides song, of the yeah, every, every song, song dude, makes you fucking like, feel. Uh, yeah. Even his new snitch fucking that makes you feel like, what the fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah. He's what would you do if you were in a situation? You know. Right. Well, I, hopefully, I won't ever have to be in those shoes but (laughs) no hopefully you never have to write something like that because if you're feeling shit like that bro i'm sorry that yeah i think when he made that song healing for everyone too you know if they're Um, going through similar shit it lets them know i am not alone in this world you know mm -hmm. absolutely goes to them that's absolutely i think that joiner is super talented in, in the way that he creates um stories behind his music too because obviously he's he obviously like he's a good rapper we know this yeah and so he takes that and he says i don't have to prove anymore that i'm a good rapper i'm gonna just use that good rap and and come up with stories that are gonna make people really want to listen and say okay what like okay what's next in this story what, what's what's gonna come out after that you know what i mean um mm-hmm. and then i know mario you said had i seen the will process yeah um i i seen the video and i did see um the um or I heard the song, but I didn't watch the like behind the scenes or anything like that. I know he did post the behind the scenes video. I just don't think I ever got around to it. Um but yeah, once again, super talented, a story that like and also just I think also really great marketing. Like it was a great idea to make a song about Will. Like especially because Will is also he's now really big. He's doing really well with, you know, social media and all that kind of stuff. He kind of knew like he would post it or get involved in some way and then promote his name. His name would go everywhere. Exactly. Every person exactly. that follows Will Smith will yep. will now know about Joiner. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's smart. Yep. Him and his whole team and his director too, um videographer all of them, super duper talented. You know what's funny? Uh, we talk about stories and creating stories uh, as a rapper. Look at Ice Cube. 
you know ice cube is an amazing lyricist he was amazing rapper back back in his prime i i don't think he's making any music anymore but he was an amazing rapper but then he went to writing movies yeah like it's it's crazy because he wrote friday friday was all him it was written and produced by ice cube yeah so you could you could see like the brain how 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 his mind kind of thinks and process everything because you could be an amazing lyricist but you could also have you know other talents like you said you write poetry you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that right and then like with hobson like like i said that it's that ingenuity it's that taking your writer's brain and and making it or and putting it and using it in different aspects of of life to uh propel you forward you know it's taking the writing and then also putting that into engineering or writing and putting that into directing, producing, writing, you know, screenplays, writing, you know, um, movies and stuff like that. So, yeah, all of that is, is something that I hope to do as I move forward. I think that right now I'm just so stuck in my, like, I'm still stuck trying to figure out whether or not I should keep pursuing the music stuff. Um, I know you guys were like, oh, you're so young. But to me, I'm like, I'm getting older. Like, I think I'm going to have to, like, figure this out at some point if this is really what I want to do. Um, because, yeah, I'm 22, but I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to lose too much time. Yeah. If get to get to, like, 30 and not be able to do anything anymore in the music yeah, industry. Exactly. But what are you going to do now? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah, makes sense. So. Yeah. so what's, like, the longest that you've actually spent writing one song? Or do you just move past it when you get that block or what do you do to overcome that mental block yeah it's super hard i've been actually having a lot of mental blocks lately Uh, i think just with like the stress of moving to phoenix and um a bunch of other things what i do is i just you really have to you have to go by force like it has to be forced i have to force myself to sit and just write put my phone away um what i'll try to do is like the week leading up to I, i i i mark out one day and a couple of days before leading up to it, I try to like not watch too much TV or not like I try to just allow my brain to think because I feel like um, entertainment, social media, all those kind of things. Those influences are actually, you too much. Yeah, you know, they influence like, and mm-hmm. they also take away from your creativity because what happens is, is you might see something on um, on TikTok and it was only a 30 second clip and then i'll say three four days later you come up with an with an idea and you don't even realize that you were influenced by that 30 second clip you saw three days ago you know (laughs) and so it just i feel like what i try to do is remove myself from those um entertainments those distractors and just uh the day of like i don't watch any tv i don't go on any type of like twitter or instagram or anything like that and i just sit down and i write and i go for it and um that's when my best bars come out um i don't know what it is uh the longest i'd say i wrote i've written or i've focused on like one song probably would be eight hours uh, <laughs> i've been like three months to write one song <laughs> yeah eight hours to write once like i'm talking about in one sitting as far as like writing one song um i still have songs that i have not completed that I've been working on for two years because I like, um, I told myself that like, I want to continue writing this as I have more experience. And I also 
like I'm not ready to record them and put them out because I want I have like specific ideas in mind about how I want to do it and I don't have the tools right now to do it the way I want to so like I have songs that I haven't even finished that I've been sitting on for years but then like in one sitting eight hours is probably the longest I've written okay I think it's always good to go back and revisit those older ones um there's songs that I've written in the past back when I was in a band with Mario and then I'm like dude I would have done so many things differently I would have played it this way I would have sang it that way you know like literally yeah, it can, it can take a long time to write a song, and I think that's what makes it when you make it with intention. Right. And you grow. You grow as a person, so, you know, mm-hmm. things change, and you could change a certain way that song's going to sound or certain lyrics that you you wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, with with your current uh, state of mind. So it, it's, yeah. it's always helpful. So talking about, a, you know, kind of current state of mind and stuff, Blessed. Yeah. Bless is an amazing fucking song and I'm gonna be a little right. vulnerable. It kind of hit me because I, you know, I've struggled um, with a lot of the issues that you talk about. Yeah. Um, so how, how did you come up with that? And how did, you know, how did that come, come to be? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, um, so I made the beat as well. I okay. heard a sample nice. and I was just like, I love this. I love the beat that, or I heard the beat originally online. Um, and I heard the sample, but I didn't like the way that the beat was like, like the constructed. Way done yeah. it. So I just took the sample and I went and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this my way. And, um, when I was thinking about it, I thought about it in terms of how do I want to finish or start this, my EP. And I was like, okay, I want to give them a song that's a little bit more, you know, like it's, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's more hard, you know, from the heart. And, um, so the first thing I wanted to start off by saying was like, like I know that I am blessed in the sense of like, all of the things that have ha- that has happened to me, I'm lucky to have had. Um, but these are some of the things that I really want to share with people because I'm sure that there are people who might, you know, feel that they relate to. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I literally when song when I write songs like that, I kind of it's like a, I black out. Like, I don't know what my writing process was. It just was like, this is what I want to write right now. And I let, I just kind of close my eyes and let my hand go, you know? And I just, I don't think of it in terms of, are people going to like this song? Are people going to want to hear this song? It's just like, yeah, it's just like, this is what I'm feeling right now. And this is what they're going to get. And so that was, I didn't really have like too much of like a process. Like, I didn't think like, oh, what's going to make people like relate to me? It was just like, nope, this is it. Like relate to it or not, <laughs> yeah. love this song or not, it doesn't matter because this is what's coming out. That's amazing. That's my uh, my all time favorite song, by the way. Really? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, I was like, I was in my feels listening. To it. I was like, yeah, okay, all right, I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, what's your ultimate goal as a mus- as an artist? As you an know, artist, you you're talking it. about being 22 and kind of figuring everything out. What do you What do you ultimately like? Where do you want to go? Man, like the the back of my head is like I want you to like be like the female Drake, but <laughs> okay. the like the the the, the uh, realistic me is like you're not the female anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the female tech. I'm not the female am. I'm not the female anyone. I'm me. And um, realistically, I want to be able to like headline my own tour, um, like my own world tour. That's a huge goal of mine. Um, I want to be able to completely sustain myself off of music and 
also with that bring up artists underneath me and kind of create my own like little empire yeah my own little empire um and those are like like you know i I, as far as goals i want to be able to buy a house with my the money that i made for my music i want to be able to you know invest into other people and other businesses with the money that i make for my music i want to be able to yeah like you said exactly build an empire that's what i want that's my goal i want to have you know songs that go platinum i want to have songs that go gold i want to have you know songs that hit over 100 million views on on youtube like ultimately yeah. those are my my big my big dream goals <laughs> okay. i think you'll get there man you just gotta keep at it like you said just yeah. don't burn yourself out please i want to see you get to the top and i'm sure yeah. mario does too and all of our viewers and listeners do as well that means so. that means a lot really it really does because sometimes i always feel like i'm the only person who's like thinks that I can get there. And so sometimes it's really nice to hear other people say, yeah, I think you can get there too. So I appreciate it. It's hard, man. You know, it sucks when you're looking at only your side of the beach ball, you know, you only got those three colors, but on the other side, you know, there's three other colors that you just can't see. So it's absolutely gotta be a little humble for yourself, but yeah, you're doing fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So So shout out, shout out to King Blitz because he's the one that told me, you know, listen to Lex. Lex is amazing. So I, you know, I heard your music and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta get her on the show. You know, she's, yeah. she's fucking amazing. So yeah, like, like Jake said, we want to see you succeed. We want to see, you know, you build your own empire and, Thank you know, you. hopefully one day in a few years, you know, you come back on the show with your empire, with oh, your new yeah. mansion, oh, you know, yeah. Ferrari in the back and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So <laughs> what are you working on now? Are you working right on anything now, as far as music? Um, music? Yeah. Yes, I have an e- I have two EPs in the works that I'm actually kind of kind of drop like Peter Hendrix style, nice. um, where he did the you know, uh, one would be dropping this month, probably later in the end of the month, and then the second one will be on my birthday, which is January seventeenth. Uh, <gasps> You're a Capricorn too. Yep. Yes. Let's go, hard workers. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> What's your birthday? The 14th. Okay, very nice. Yeah, you're January Capricorn too. See, we're the best. <laughs> I don't know about the best. Some Leos are the Leo. best, but... Oh, God. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> Two to one, bro. You really want to... <laughs> <laughs> no, but... um. So the first EP I'm dropping is going to be all, like, hard-hitting songs where it's just, like, super bar-heavy, super just, like what people like people what people know me for yeah and my second one is gonna be um strictly um like from the heart songs a hundred percent because it's i'm dropping it on my birthday it's gonna be called uh my house or my home i haven't really figured it out and what basically the concept is like you i would something that i've learned from moving across the country and moving everywhere is that uh you take yourself with you and wherever you are is your home and so it's me talking about different aspects of my life and, and um but yeah that's so it's basically my home because i am writing from yeah my home <laughs> keep saying that but yes um so that that's one i'm actually way more excited about just because i have already like there's two or three songs on that EP that I listen to every day because I'm like, Damn. I love this song. I would love it if I heard another artist like 
wrap this. So I'm super excited about dropping the second EP. The first one, I got to get a little bit more into my zone with. Um, but I think ultimately people are going to get to hear two sides of the same coin. And, and I think that people will appreciate that. They'll get they'll get to know you. You're both, you know, both your right. um, great sides. Um, yeah. <laughs> any any great collaborations? Any on the any on either collabs? Um, I've done a couple features for people. I feel so bad because I've like I just been so busy that I haven't really been able to do a whole bunch of um, collabs with people. But I don't have any big collabs on my album or on my EPs. Um, I would love to get some, but I also I feel like. I want to have bodies of work that don't have other people on it because I don't want to like, I don't want to re- have to rely require, right or rely, rely yeah. on other artists to be on my album to make it. I want to just be able to do that on my own. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, that's all I have. Um, Jake, do you have any more questions? Uh, no, I think I'm good to go. But Lex, if you have any uh, anything you'd like to tell your viewers or our viewers, now's your time. You know, spotlights on you. Oh man, uh, well I just want to say thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I look forward to seeing this and um, and uh, make sure that um, I check out all the rest of you guys' stuff. Yeah. Um, for every other viewers watching, um, my name is Lex Bratcher. You can follow me on social media L E X L E X B R A T C H E R. And um, yeah, that's really about it. Thank you guys. Awesome. Thank Thank you you for coming on the show again. Of course. All right, music junkies. That was Lex Bratcher. Like we said, she has over 6,000 monthly listeners on her Spotify account. Definitely go check out her on social media. She's an amazing lyricist. She's super from the heart, you know, so I appreciate her music. Mario does, and I'm pretty sure you guys would as well. Yeah. We're very thankful to have her a part of our new family. So like we said, check her out. You'll enjoy it. You won't regret it. Um, Mario, you got anything for our listeners? We do have a rock band coming on the show next. Uh, They actually reached out to us. uh, So I don't want to spoil it and say who it is yet. You'll see it on Wednesday. I'm releasing the flyer out. Um, They'll be on the show next. Great band. Uh, they have great music and uh, they're blowing up right now, like slowly but surely, like every, you know, every everything else in the world. Um, COVID has hit us once again. Second um, wave. Yep. San Diego's on purple tier, which is like almost full lockdown. It's really close to full lockdown. We have, you know, fucking curfew and shit, but, you know, pushing along, chugging along, hoping for the best. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to make music junkies as long as we can uh, oh we're gonna continue regardless because that's just our passion shit, shit it's virtual too so it's not like you know we're exposed <laughs> social to distancing i don't think you can get any more distant than this yeah we're what fucking three four hundred miles away no no we're like 200 miles away I, I could probably get to you in five hours if i drove no 10 miles over the road you're you're an hour from al centro it takes me two hours to get 12 central, so it's three hours altogether. My math was wrong. Very wrong. But that's besides the point. Anyways, we love you, music junkies. Please follow us on all social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio now. 
iHeartRadio officially. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, we're on iHeartRadio. Um, buy our merch, anything to su- help support us, uh, keep doing what we're doing. Um, yeah, stay safe. We love you. Take it easy, music junkies.